episode. doesn't even come home with homework. I came home with homework. Yeah, but you failed. I graduated. <laughs> I graduated. <laughs> Leave me alone. Education. What about if we refocus the education and we just stick with reading, writing, arithmetic, and science? Why? Because <laughs> then we could split the rest of the day into a BOCES type program. Where they can actually learn something productive. So when they get out of high school, they're not worthless. Why, why, don't, why don't you explain uh, what BOCES, a BOCES program is to the It's people Board of Continuing Education, where it's a specialized program where people can learn to become a, a skilled professional, whether it be a piano or a vet tech or an auto mechanic, diesel mechanic, airplane mechanic. But they do find a skill that they can learn. And when they do that, they can actually come out of high school with a job that pays a livable wage. And it counts as college credit, too. Yes, but none of those Sometimes programs still teach you how to address an envelope or write a check. Well, that's true, but some of those things aren't integrated now. How many checks do we write nowadays? And not only that, can't you I write a few. I mean, like, really? Because well, I mean, The fact gonna... that you have to look up how to address an envelope is ridiculous. Why? Well, why does it matter, though? Like, I mean, it's how many stupid. things do you look up every day? I mean, why can't you look? take 10 seconds to look up how do I write a check, or how do I address an envelope? Because it should have been taught already. Right, but you can learn it on your own. I mean, like, I mean, like, if you look at college, like, half of college is self-education. Oh, my God. And, I mean, you pay thousands of dollars for that, but you can't spend two seconds on Google to look up how to write a check. Well, then why don't we just eliminate education and just base everything on Google? Well, because... Everything on Google is censored. I, I don't think they're censoring how to write a check. But they are censoring some significant issues that are going on in the world. So if we rely, and we're now going to base our education on corporations, that's what you're telling me is the better idea. I mean, do you really want, I mean, school is even more thoroughly censored than Google. Well, I agree. They're censoring throughout the United States. They're censoring throughout the country. And now we're allowing corporations to censor us as well. So YouTube obviously uses an algorithm. If you put in certain things, it's going to filter you to the bottom. And you're not going to be projected out to the millions of viewers that are watching YouTube every day. <laughs> But I don't, I don't think that's malicious. I think they're just trying to maximize their ad revenue. Well, their ad revenue is so they can sit there and they can play into what you're interested in, what you're looking at, so they can sell you another product that you probably don't need. Right, so I, th I think it's profit-driven, not politically driven, for the most part. You don't think so? You don't think Twitter was politically driven with its algorithm? You don't think Facebook is politically driven with its algorithm? Well, Dividing well, I mean, Democrats, Republicans, African-Americans, whites, Caucasian... All of this... I'm speaking generally, though. I mean, like, for instance, like, we know Twitter was, you know, directed by world government. What? What was that? What are you banging things around for? Education. Well, I mean, it is something to actually focus on. We're relying on 
on other people to dictate what we can learn, what we can what we can educate in our schools. Corporations certainly have a big part to do this now. I guess. I personally Okay, so, I mean, some of us here went to college, some people didn't go to college. So, one of the primer, prime material that everybody goes through college with is either their senior seminar or their introduction class in which they teach you about cultural rights and wrongs. I didn't have to take that class. You didn't, you didn't take any class where they taught you about bias or how to research things? No. or how. No. Okay, I know, I did twice. That's not my class. I did in freshman year in high school. What did you take in freshman year high school? Um, it's called a freshman set of more. You learn how to write an envelope, check on um, how to look stuff up, and <laughs> how, how to properly um, do headings and all that. Okay, so do you know how to do that stuff today? Yeah. Okay. I guess stuck on some part because I don't really do headings a lot for paragraphs and okay. so on. But. So, Grace, Emma, you guys are more of the new generation. Marcos. Did you have a class that taught you how to write an envelope, write a check, how to balance your no. checkbook? No, no. Are those things necessary today, or are they integrated? No, I have never written a check. Okay, so how do you keep account of what's in your checking account, other than having to look at the app every single time? I don't get it. Okay, so cash means nothing to you. No, it's no, actually if I have money cash, money. It's Yeah, if I have cash, it means it's just not my money. In one hand, out the other. So maybe maybe we should re- we should bring that back into the classrooms. Maybe we should teach business in the classrooms. Maybe we should teach people about how to use their credit scores. We went to a bank as a field trip. It was pretty cool. You went to the bank as a field trip? Mm-hmm. What, what did they teach you? Like micro coding? Um, no, they taught us how to balance a checkbook, how to do like look at a pie chart about stuff and all that, and how to keep everything balanced. How many people at this table could actually tell me what is in their bank account right now? Without looking. Like how much money? How much I'm raising money? my hand, by the way. I can. So we, out of all of us, everybody knows how much money is in their bank without looking right now. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. bro. If you know what you got, you don't got much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So obviously, so you're saying business is no longer a necessary item in school. What about like things like home ec or technology? I enjoy that. We have technology in our schools still. Okay. Wait, they do have business. Is it an elective or is it a mandatory? Elective. Okay. And what do they do in business that way? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Can we all vote to take away the dog's burrito? Take he the looks damn thing happy. away. I don't know what we're all giving it back to him for. Give me that burrito. <laughs> Give me that burrito. But he looks happy. Look, now you just like, that is Tank's favorite toy. I know, and I hate it. <laughs> well, maybe we remove all sticky, uh, all squeaky <laughs> toys before the show. He wants to be a part of the podcast. It's, not stuck to his yeah. it's really disruptive. Why not me? She said it. I don't know because we both sound the same. No, we don't. Okay, what I'm saying is that where are we going with education? We have things like gender studies now. Wait, Mitchell what? took four gym classes in the senior year. Is this really necessary <laughs> to have two. four gym classes? Well, awful. for college, there's a thing called yeah. gym credits. You get to take gym in college. When I graduate early. That's why. Yeah, I did, I did have all my credits. L. So, that was an L for me. No, it's an L for them. So, okay. So, you're, would it have been better rather than taking four gyms? 
put something more productive in there? Well, why would you can't benefit? you guys, why well, can't you, the you know, parents you know teach the been, kids how to fucking do You weren't allowed that. to pick anything else? Well, who says that you didn't? Did oh, we not teach you how to do things? Actually, no. That old lady Anne that I took care of taught yeah. me how to write a check. That's what you think? We never taught you anything about check writing? Yeah. No, Anne did. That old lady that died, the one who, like, her voice is, I was cleaning her house. Who's your patient? Yeah. The one where we hit the speed bump really fast and we, like, blew? No, that was mom. <laughs> it was the old lady. It was the old lady. I had my mercury. No, that was to hang out with her. We flew. Mm. No, it was fucking not. Yes, anyway. You mean the one that's down the road, not the one no, somewhere? we hit the speed bump and we, like, flew over and then we cleaned the ladies. That was the one literally down the road. That I was the one where she was moving, right? I think right? we're getting a little off topic. It's not off topic. I'm gonna you do it all the time. I'm going to throw a punch you because I can literally drive to that lady's house right now. Anne lived in the apartment complex and she told me not to leave her alone because there's people downstairs that she was on the first floor. I know what I'm talking about. There's no basements in here. Exactly. That's why she's fucking crazy. Well, there's crawl spaces. <laughs> okay, creepy. Uh huh. That still doesn't answer the question. Well, well you said, question? you asked me if I, if you tell me anything about writing a check, and I said no, and did. And then Grace started talking. Well, your whole point was that shouldn't the family, shouldn't the parents teach the children on, on writing checks? Yeah. And how old are you guys now? 18 and 22 years old? And where's the ability to parent yourself? I know how to write a check. I just don't write Why are you trying to bring that in? Well, because... I'm not talking about right now. I have no need to write a fucking check. Well, don't you think there's a whole component of, of education that's missing today? That's education, not at 22. Aren't, aren't we kind of speaking on something that's really kind of irrelevant? I mean, how often are you writing checks nowadays? For real. I mean, literally everything is paid either online or with a debit card or with Apple Pay yeah, or Android Pay or whatever it is. Yeah, they should have something in school to like, teach you how to do normal, basic fucking Credit fraud. shit. Yeah. So I don't have to call my mom every two seconds. Can I mix this code with this code? They should have stuff like that. I mean, but so not about banking because I don't have to write a check. Yeah, manage your money. If stuff you like that. Sure, why not? How to build your credit? Sure, do that. I don't have a check. But who is going to take that fucking... Who's going to look at that piece of paper and be like, I want to take business? No. Write a check. Well, don't you think they're kind of dumbing down education at this point? Who cares? You got another one? Well, <laughs> because every time we take away a class and we I mean, to be fair, if everybody had, like, a Yelp score, it should be so much easier. <laughs> like, if somebody cuts you in line and they're, like, a one-star guy, you know, you're going to you're gonna think a lot worse of him than if, like, a five-star guy cuts you in line. Do you Probably think like, you'd oh, be, like, more of a proponent to, like, every time you have to engage somebody and rate them, do you think that it's going to be, you're going to score them low or you're going to score them high? That's messed up. I, I mean, wouldn't that... 
Wouldn't that make people more inclined to be polite? Or self-conscious? courteous? Why are we but are, 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 well, I don't know. How are we rating people? Like, well, where do we go to? Well, for school. You hear those crickets in the background? I do. I agree. I think it's all Thank you. Mm. Resets. No, let's just fucking roll with it. If you don't nah, like don't it, we can cut it. it. There's no oh cutting it. We don't God, know how to cut shit. So yeah, we do. So I literally so fucking take it, I drag it, I hit cut. Well, so, for school, I think home ed should... So are we going to do another welcome greeting? No, we don't need to do another no, welcome just greeting. Just fucking roll back. with it. You guys are such big babies. I just feel like it's got no direction. Yeah, it has no direction because you keep bringing it to social credit scores, bro. That's some Chinese shit. Okay, well, what I don't see you here talking about, like, what we're actually trying to talk about, whether or not these classes should be eliminated or brought well, back. Well, yeah, no, I think it should be brought back. Well, it was yeah. very enjoyable for me because it got me for to work you, on my hands. But yeah, that's why there's, there's more than one elective. Well, for me, like, I set up business. I took um, wood shop. Okay, so do you build a lot of bird houses now? Um, no, we built like the little no, games. We built, built bridges. We used to have a mechanic bay at my high school. I, or I don't understand. High. I don't understand why we don't you just give general education until the age of like fourteen, and then we move into like specialized education. Take an aptitude test. What are you most naturally skilled towards? Isn't the same thing that's, that's, that occurs in China? <sighs> I mean, clearly China is doing something right. They have the most engineers, the most scientists, the most doctors. I mean, they're winning across the field in academia. Okay. Didn't they drop, like, COVID-19 into the world? Well, I mean, we caught it, so they did something. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so you're talking, like, so... Bringing back an aptitude test in order to determine what your future is. But we how did does an dumb. aptitude test actually allow you to pick and choose something that you might? It just shows you like what you what you might what your propensity to do well in. Right, is but isn't Noah? that what the point of school is, so that you can become useful to society? I, I don't understand. We have a bunch of people. You know, let's say you know. Okay, we could say, oh, anybody can go to law school. Can they really, can anybody go to law school and but, be a, a practicing good attorney? No. You know, not everybody could be president. Not everybody could be a doctor. Astronaut. I mean, there are people objectively more capable <laughs> at these things than others. Okay, so what did your aptitude score say when you went into the military? I, I don't know. I got really good line scores. I could get any job I wanted. So basically, you're just good all around. Well, be a doctor, a lawyer, a mechanic. No, well, I don't think it was scoring me for doctor. I think it was scoring me like, can I shoot a gun? Can I, you know, patch up someone's bandage or you know, wound? You know, I, but yeah, I mean, my lines. I think their line scores is what they're called, and mine were pretty good. Okay, so you scored in general academics. You're okay learning things. So you're saying to eliminate music. You're saying to eliminate art. You're saying to focus just on core education. I'm saying up until, I'm saying up till fourteen, having a generalized education system like we have now, is beneficial because it exposes you to a lot of things. 
I think at 14, though, I think you kind of have the ability to kind of narrow in and maybe specialize in something. Why at 14? Why not at 12? I mean, if you look at other countries across the world, you know, they have you start kind of looking at different careers and learning specialties and things like that at a younger age, around 14, 15, 16 years old. Here, you know, you're sat here, you're in, you know, God knows what elective until you're 18. For what reason? Then you're not joining the workforce until, you know, at some in some cases, 28, well, depending on the profession. In New York, with BOCES, it depends on your test grades and your GPA and everything, if you can get into BOCES. There's a few amount of people. Crystal went into BOCES, like I did. And um, BOCES was actually pretty good for like me. I enjoyed it. It got you out of the school. Well, what did you go to BOCES for? Vet tech. So you're a vet tech. Right now, no, because I couldn't be. I wasn't able to continue my education at college. Okay. So what did Bosey serve you then? Um, it gave me half of my like half of my associates. Okay, but then you couldn't complete your associate. So did it truly benefit you, or did it just waste your time? It could have benefit me if I didn't went into um, dev, but. Because of that, I wasn't able to continue because I couldn't pay out of pocket. Okay, so it got you half of an associate's degree. So how long did you stay in college after that? A um, couple of months. Then some of my, I went back to community college because I went away. And some of my credits weren't able to transfer over. So basically I had to restart. No, but how long were you in college for? Mm, a year. Two semester, a year. But you just said Bosey's gave you half of an associate's mm-hmm. degree. Associate's degree is two years. You shouldn't have finished up. But I didn't continue in that major. So, okay, so what was the point of taking Bosey's back tech? Because I thought I would be able to pay for it. But, like I said, I wasn't able to. Okay. So, in the beginning, you just took, like, general liberal arts crap. Yeah, like, you're... Yep, because I had to build up my credits again. Mm -hmm. And I probably should have went to community college first before I went away. Anybody else going to weigh in today? Or or just everyone's quiet and tired? Topic. Well, I'm, I'm game for whatever topic you want to talk about. Well, are you going back to school? Huh? Are you go? You said you're back in school. Yeah, I'm October. <laughs> well, but, that program is how long in length? Exactly. Last okay. But I'm about to finish in the middle of May, so. Wait, really? Already? Yeah. How? Okay, so you're gonna finish in May. So do you think it's better off to just take those technical programs? If that's what you're into. Hundreds of thousands. You're not talking about high school. I don't care about high school. It's college. Fuck high 
high school, fuck elementary. As long as they're learning something, who cares? Especially with college who being cares? as expensive as it is, I shouldn't be forced to take a class that has nothing to do with, with the reason I'm going to college. Yeah. Don't if I'm paying think... thousands of dollars to go be a doctor, what the fuck do I need English for? Well, don't you, you can't think... read their handwriting anyway. <laughs> Everything's yeah. in Latin anyway. What the fuck? <laughs> don't you think that a doctor should know how to actually compose a letter? How to compose their, their notes? If I'm a doctor, I'm paying somebody to do that shit. And in all honesty, that's, those are the things that they should be teaching in high school. You should be able to leave high school doing those particular things, like how to write a letter, or how to compose a, a memo, or anything. Just basic knowledge, so you have it. Yeah. But when you get to college, why do you need to take three English classes over again. Why? Because that's what they want you to do, and you have to do that. You have to jump through the hoops to be able to get where you need to get. So, yes, should they get rid of all of it? They should make everything like a technical college. Get rid of all the crap and just focus on what you need to do. Unless you're like a teacher. I mean, unless you're a moron and you need those classes. I'm sorry. Take a test. There you go. Well, they have tests that let you, like, skip specific classes. Yeah, I understand that, but you know what? There are some people out there that they take those tests and they panic. And so that they have to take that damn class because they panicked on the test, that, they have to retake it, and it's ridiculous. I, I disagree with that argument. I think that's like, you know, that's like saying that you know, you're a great bridge builder, except when you go to build a bridge, fuck it up every time. That's a lie, because I study, well, and I then I get to the test, and then I panic. Maybe, maybe you just studied the wrong thing. No, I, I don't study the wrong I, thing. I, mean, I take a test, if I look at the first, let's say math, okay, because that's my enemy, all right? I take a math test, but the first question, if I don't know how to do the first question, I'm done. Yeah, I panic You can't even tell them. You went to school high, took a test, and got straight A's. I mean, Daniel Tosh has a joke about this, and it, it, he says, um, I'm a great painter, minus my god-awful brush strokes. And, and it's like, it, it, it is true, I feel like, you know, if you, if, if, you know, you're learning, and you say, you know, oh, I know this knowledge, and then they just ask you questions based on this knowledge that you state that you know, then you should be able to answer those questions. Don't you think that you will need to act and perform in, in a manner that's befitting somebody who went through college and achieved a degree? If you just simply focus on the technical skill that your your major is, okay, accounting or, or nursing, and you don't broaden the rest of your education, how are you able to apply it to the rest of the world? I'm sorry, but Socrates has nothing to do with what I'm doing, okay? <laughs> Writing a paragraph on a descriptive whatever that they give me to do has nothing to do with what I'm doing. The fact that I am a nurse already and had to go back to school and take pharmacology, okay, and 55 fucking math tests and classes <laughs> is ridiculous. I would it is antiquated. The people that you're dosing an IV for oh, will bullshit. probably think that's different. Bullshit, because you know the pharmacy runs all the calculations. It's all on the bag. It's not like we're all sitting there and figuring out the fucking calculation. We have never done that. I've done that once. In 30 years of nursing, I've done it once. Okay? All that shit is written on the card. Here you take one pill. Take one and a half pills. You don't have to do the math. Yeah, and people really interested in, like, broadening their horizons. I mean, they can go and do that. I mean, we live in the age with the internet where there's, you know, literally infinite knowledge available at your fingertips. Infinite knowledge, but back in 2015 when I was hospitalized and I was to receive 10 milligram dose, 
and the nurse had three milligram tablets and she gave me three milligram tablets and said, well, that's good enough. Then do you think you that's appropriate? That, you should have brought that up to the nurse manager. Okay. To that, do what? The damage is done, isn't it? I, I agree with you and what they did was absolutely ridiculous. The fact that you sat in the hospital, nobody took care of you even though you couldn't get out of bed. Nobody handed you a toothbrush, toothpaste, a, a basin, nothing to wash up in the morning, all right? And, and they just kind of said, hey, figure it out. And, oh, by the way, you can give your own shot because I have no idea how to do it. And Let me tell you something. I would be on the phone with the administrator of the hospital or the nurse manager telling them what the hell is going on. Because what they did was ridiculous. The fact that I had to go up there and yell at the nurses to get their shit together and go in the room and do what they needed to do was stupid. And all those people took that extra English class. Exactly. So there really is no excuse. Exactly. And they took 55 <laughs> math class classes, and they still couldn't add the 10. So Wait, that really? I, I just think it's stupid. You told me. So if I just sit there and I focus on everything that's purely towards the technical skill that I need to use, then aren't, number one, aren't I limiting myself to what I can do in the future? How are you limiting yourself? If you know what you need to do and you're taking the classes required for that particular job, you know exactly what you need to take. But how okay? many If you do... want to broaden your horizons, that you can feel free to take electives, okay, and learn about fucking philosophy and and different psych classes that don't apply to certain degrees. You can you can sit there and absolutely take those classes, but it shouldn't be a requirement that I need to learn about fucking Socrates and have to write papers or pseudo write papers. Uh, and argue my point to a professor that's going to grade me on the fact whether or not I believe in God. No. 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 That's ridiculous. She I'm said sorry. she said. It is ridiculous. It's All crazy. of it is ridiculous. You spend thousands of dollars to go to school. You get so much financially, you have to pay back to the government. You work so hard to get through school. And you know that one fucking class is going to be the one that blows you out of the water and you can't graduate. And all because of college requires you to take a certain philosophy course for the basic of a so, an associate's degree. Yeah, Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't really going to, because you told me to go to community college to go figure out what I want to do, but all I'd be doing is taking a fucking math class and, exactly. and speech, like, where you have to, like, pre present stuff to, like, learn how to, you know, present in front of people. How the fuck is that going to teach me or tell me what I want to do in the future? That has nothing to do. Because I'm sorry, I do not want to learn history. I do not want to teach oh, history. Like I do not want to teach math. I don't want to teach English. I can barely speak the language myself. Like, I don't, I don't want to. That's not going to tell me. How, how would take those classes tell me that what I'm doing right now, I, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't match. That doesn't tell me what I want to be. How many, people, how, many, how many people actually start college and end up in the occupation that they originally set for? Not I, many. I do the research. And that's fine. They can go into debt for wasting their time over there. Right, and then you don't know. They're going to waste all that money. So that brings me back to my original point. Shouldn't they offer something that's in high school where you can come out and earn a livable wage? I'm sorry, not I a lot of people that. know what they want to do or take it serious that. in high school. Well, they do that. That she has the nurses' aid program when she was I in high school. Graduated. I said a livable wage. That's that's livable for an eighteen-year-old. 
I mean, where where can you live on that wage? I have my EKG certification and CNA. So you have an EKG certification and a CNA. So right now you're you're using your CNA certification. Do you use your EKG? You can't do that. You're so silly. Where are you talking to? The microphone's over there. Let's just face it. That crisis is already three glasses of wine at this point. Yeah, she's done. Marcos, did, are you in an occupation that you learned in, in high school? No, it was not really. It was. What? It used to. Yeah. Are you high? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so okay, so you're 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 all in agreement that that is high school a waste of time. I don't think high school is a waste of time. I just think they need to... I think most of this conversation was about college. I, I think they need to just focus a little bit more. But they, I think they should allow and they should bring back the classes that are for basic things that you need to know when you're, you're out of school. And I understand that, you know, writing a check is, is probably gone with the wind, you know, that kind of thing. But at least know, like, you know, like home act. I, I'm not saying you got to go there and sew fucking pillows, okay? But at least know... <laughs> You know, don't boil the water too long because it'll melt to the pan, and then the pan's gonna burn. And then, you know, I mean, just basic common yeah. sense stuff like how to cook, how to basic meals—nothing crazy, but just basic meals. How to cook, how to how to make, how to budget. Grace, I don't think you Where where's the responsibility of the family in teaching that thing? In yeah, that well, like why can't the family educate their children? And hey, this is how you make eggs. Because Why does the state have just, to educate you on Because that? there are some families that just don't work that way. How about the family dynamic structure has fallen apart? It really has. How about that? It, it used to be, you know, the, the wife would tend to the children at home, and the man would go to work, and so on and so forth. And right, and we discussed this last time with women's rights and, and them entering the workforce. So who has the time in order to teach children? I'm sorry, but when you go home from work, you are still a parent. You can still do things, like, even if you guys both work. Okay. You yeah, can still I, come I, home and be like, hey, kids, do you want to help me make dinner? I'm going to teach you how to make this. Just because you both work doesn't mean you can't fucking teach your kids. Yeah, I, I do agree because, I mean, like what? It, it, I mean, there's plenty of people who, you know, start side businesses and they work full time and they have time to run that. But, you know, I mean, having 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 children is exactly like, you know, running kind of a side business. I mean, it's an 18-year-long commitment. And, you know, even if you are working, you're tired, and you come home, then you still, you still have to be a parent after those eight hours. I think it's still hours. a life, okay, so I think it's a life commitment still, because I'm sorry, if they're 30 years old and they have a question, they're going to call, hey, mom, hey, dad, I have a question about this. Can I do this? Or some some question. It's a life commitment. You're still there to help. Well, that's fair. I mean, it's, but it's more just guidance and advice. Exactly. I don't think at the age of 30 I need to teach you how to make macaroni and cheese. Yeah, or you failed for the first 29 years. You know, if that's I mean, the case. I'm, I'm not... Well, okay, Mitchell, you're, you're raising a seven-year-old. What did you teach him this week? I mean, this week? I mean, I can't... I wouldn't be able to Lots name anything super specific. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I often, you know, not every night, of course. But, you know, there's plenty of times I say, you know, grab grab your step stool, come on in the kitchen, where, you know, we're, I'm going to teach you how to cook this. But he's seven, though. Right, and, and of course, you know, I just have them help me out, you know. Oh, we're going to brown chop me, you know. Oh, you burned yourself. Oh, well, you learn not to do that again. You know, I mean, it's just it's just learning through experience, and I mean, it's just something I don't think a school is going to really teach you. You know, I took home ec in, in middle school, 
and we learned how to make chicken stir fry and all this other crap. And you know what? As an adult, when I needed to make chicken stir fry, I didn't remember class. I had to look it up and I had to figure it out. So you're, uh, I think schools for education, like the normal history, English, math, all that stuff, and to get you ready for college. And college is the same thing. If it's you're going to get remember. like, if you're going to get like an AA or something, but if you're going in like tech or something to where you go for something specific, then they teach you that. I think all the cooking and the chat. I'm sorry, but I think the parents should be teaching the literally call discover and just ask them that well, i don't I even think you need i don't think that's i mean at, at your age i don't even think that's their responsibility to teach you if they're like willing to sit there and, and talk to you about it and explain to you what it is then that's just bonus but i think you know at the age of like 22 you know in your by your 20s you know you should really start like exploring and learning from sources maybe outside your parents well yeah no i haven't really asked them anything recently about discover i mean i got one in the mail but I, I looked at my bank account and I'll, well, not my bank account, my Discover account, and I was like, oh, I already paid it. I answered my own question, but I'm just talking, like, in general, like. So, I mean, at, at what point you're saying that, okay, so once you become a parent, that's a lifelong obligation. And that's fine. I mean, there's plenty of people that are out there and they Bucky, do want to. Cookies? And they do, they do educate their children throughout their lifetime. But what age are you responsible for parenting yourself and taking care of your own life? At what age do you determine that you can call your own doctor's appointment? You can feel comfortable enough. See, the problem is, at school right now, they don't really engage you how to socialize anymore. Technology today has basically eliminated your need for social interaction. You said last week, they can do it. You can make them do it, but most of them don't. You don't understand that most of the people in this country, they turn around and they rely on the school system to watch their children and to raise their children. Well, and then after... This is why there are so many that are in lawsuits right now against fifth grade teachers trying to change genders. Stop okay? bringing genders into this. I'm not trying to bring genders into it, but oh. I'm saying that people are busy. They're working. They're working full time. Some are people working are, are two, three jobs trying to make ends meet. You know what? No, I'm sorry, but that's that's a load of shit. You know, I've worked, you know, at places, you know, like Walmart, like, you know, you know, retail jobs. They don't pay much. All right, and I've worked with plenty of 30-year-olds, okay, and they have kids, and they make $11 an hour, and they come home, and they sit on their ass, and they have a beer. You know, I, I'm sorry, but, and, you know, they're not great parents either. And then how many people, you know, how many people do you see in the store, you know, just walking around, and their kids glued to an iPad because they're too lazy to get their kid to shut up any other way? I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it doesn't even come down to the schools for education. It really comes down to a failure at home. Your school's not a fucking babysitter either. Yeah, but you're not going to care the, the, the issues at home because everybody's home is different. There's only so much you can do with whatever you've got. Yeah, but maybe society is failing at some level. I mean, if these are widespread issues and it seems like 
you know, 90% of homes are, are falling back on, on a tablet or whatever it is to but, parent their kids instead of themselves. That, that's not my problem. So your, your child has no tablet and no electronic devices? Well, they sure do, but I'll tell you one thing, you know, my kid's not sitting in a shopping cart when we go grocery shopping, and he's not screaming if we take it away, or, you know, whatever. He has a phone, he calls on his way home from school, that's it. He puts his phone down when he gets home, he's done. He's, well, he doesn't I have think... games on his phone, he's not playing, you know, games on an iPad all day. You know, it's just, it's, it's a different thing. But didn't you just say a moment ago that most of your education base can be learned on your own by YouTube and through the internet? Yeah, and I think that's very different than, you know, sitting there and watching, you know, um, you know, Blippi while you're riding through Walmart. I think, you know, grocery shopping in itself could be an educational experience when you're young. You know, okay, well, where do we go to get meat? You know, what kind of foods do does my family buy? You know, are we buying healthy foods? You know, what does, what's the cost of groceries? You know, instead, these kids are watching some crap on Netflix or whatever it may be. Uh, you know, they're not learning those basic things. You I know, I remember, I remember going... I remember going to the grocery store and you having me pull out a calculator and just adding the shit up for you. I mean, and that may be, may have been more utility for you. I mean, but either, even so, you know, I still kind of, you know, you still pick up on, on subtle things at that age when you're doing that. Well, no, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's not utility for me because I've been grocery shopping a million times over. I know what the price of the product is already. So the utility is for, for you, or when you guys were younger, to basically understand how much food costs. To understand what you're getting for, what's the better deal, what's the value. Is this on sale? Is it still better than a brand name? Well, what's going on there? So you guys have to have some kind of understanding. It's like when you turned 18 and you decided that, you know, you weren't going to do school, that you want to do a full-time job and you were, you were charged rent. So it was to understand that there is something that you can't, can't just simply go about your life and have no responsibility. You need to understand that there is rent, that there are utilities, that utilities change over time. How much more it is is depending on how much you're using it. If you want to sit there and take a 20-minute hot shower, okay, your electricity cost is going to go up because you've got to heat the hot water. You don't understand that until you actually have to pay the bill. So some lessons have to be learned by life itself. And, and yes, there are some parents out there and they don't charge their kid rent. But then there's also parents out there that have a 35-year-old that's sitting inside playing uh, video games and mommy's still cooking him dinner and doing his laundry. Okay? That guy has it made. Well, <laughs> Just saying. But, and he really does have it made because he has, any, he has no responsibility. In and he's life. getting disability. And he's probably getting disability. Well, you know, until, until mom kicks the bucket. Then he's fucked. If but, she ever does. Well, it is, are they, or is that coming from a generation of a person who worked hard, they learned, and they paid off their house, and, and now this kid gets to inherit the house and keep doing whatever he's doing? So there's no accountability. You're living off the past generation. So what happens when you procreate and you make your own children? What are they going to be there to teach them? This is how you play Call of Duty? Well, I think they live in, I don't think they're really well, there are plenty of video game girls and video game guys out there, and, and I'm sure they, they play together, and I'm sure that they make babies. Ugh. Excuse me. And then we have Melody. <laughs> Just Sorry. 
So you could take, and I'll take you to this example, right? You both have decent jobs that pay you a livable wage. In fact, more than a livable wage. You guys make more than, than many of the people out there and some of the people that went to college. Yeah. But if I take one of your wages away and I remove it, can either one of you survive on your own? Can yeah. you support a family on your own? Uh, this, define a family. Because, I mean, well, to, be, to be fair, I would be able to probably support myself and, and, and my child. I don't know if I could support maybe more than that. I don't think it's doable. But oh, right I mean, now, it would be very bare bones living, but it would 100% be possible. But you're taking care of you, you're taking care of your wife, you're taking care of your child, and you're taking care of an expectant child, right? So pretty soon you're going to have a household of four. Can you afford to do that on your one income at this point? No. No, not at this point. I mean, but also you got to remember, you know, I mean, the economy is not built around, you know, a one income family at the, any time anymore. I mean, it's now, you know, the premise is that a family will have two incomes at the minimum. Okay. So, and so, I mean, that's what living costs me. You know, it's really hard. It's challenging to do it on your own, especially if you don't have a, a very high-paying job. So if I sit here and I pay taxes into the public school system, shouldn't I have some reasonable expectations that my child is going to learn by the time they graduate? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I have some reasonable expectations that upon the time that they complete the 12th grade, that they can acquire some basic job that's going to sustain themselves? Like 18? I, I don't... 18 years old, 18 yes. 18 is so fucking young. It, it is young, but you know what? There were 18-year-olds that went off to war. There were 18-year-olds that... that so but, but you know what? Ago. But you know what? That's kind of a load of crap, because there are plenty of jobs that an 18-year-old can pick up with no prior experience that, that can be very lucrative. I mean, you can look at maybe sales positions, which, I mean, some may argue that it's a gift. I mean, it could definitely be learned. It is a skill of sales. Who's going to teach you? Uh, I mean, you obviously have to go into a job, and you have to put in the work, and you have to do it. Hey, or, or, you know, construction. I mean, plenty of construction workers make an excellent living, you know, and they have no they have no real skill outside of construction. So is there a school class that teaches that there are different occupations like these? Yeah. I mean, I look, I mean, to be very honest, I mean, when I went to high school, you know... Trade schools were very pushed, you know. Um, they were even pushed as an alternative to college uh, for for most people. We even had we even had people from trade schools come to the school to talk to us about all the different possibilities for us. Uh, and so, yeah, it's definitely not something that you know. I think people are being driven away from. I think there is a social stigma around them, uh, but I, I I don't think that's a I don't think that's a failure in the school system. I think that's just a societal problem. So society is wrong. Society yeah. doesn't teach. Well, society I mean, if no you, longer raises a child. I mean, look, society pushes for, you know, I, what do, ask any, you know, 16-year-old what they want to do. I mean, half of them will say, I want to be a YouTuber or I want to be an influencer. <laughs> you know, how many people are able to be a professional true. YouTuber or influencer? What, Marcus? It's sadly true. It is true, but you know what? We're filled with this kind of, this kind of crap that's pervasive in our society that says people can go on to... TikTok, or they can go to YouTube, they can be an influencer. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I feel like it's like, All I need is a, is a cell phone and a microphone, and I can go around and I can ask people things, and I can make a lot of money. Or, you know, the other ones like right on TikTok. Oh my God, look at this woman, and all I have to do is dump water on her so people can see her nipples. And there's millions of followers. And people think that they can do that. It's fans only page. It's women out there now exposing themselves and prostituting themselves, basically 
to make a living because they have no skill set. No, it's because men are fucking retarded and they're willing to give money to look at that shit. Yeah, guys, just I'm anyone... I'm just using that to my advantage. Any, any, I don't understand why anybody uses fans only anyway. Like, it's it's, it's only, fans. only fans. Only fans, you old ass. <laughs> that was some boomer shit. And, and just so you guys know, if you guys, if anyone listening is subscribed to an OnlyFans page, you're fucking retarded because porn is free. It's been porn free is- since I was a kid. Like, come on. Well, I mean, well, I mean hey, if somebody offers me money for a foot shot, I mean, I'm, do it. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, exactly. yeah, everyone talks about how OnlyFans girls are, you know, a problem, but I mean, nobody talks about all the customers they have. Like, there's yeah, a reason they're able. Shit about them. There's what a reason mean? they're able to make all this money, and it's because there's so many men who are just who are willing to pay money to look at some yeah. chick, you know, getting railed. Yeah. But why if are someone... they paying the money to see? If I don't know. Pornhub is free, asked bro. Asked you to send a nude to them, and they were pay you good money. What's good money? Would you do it? What's good money? Enough. Somebody wants to sit look at my fat ass. No, I'm saying fifty thousand right? people at five dollars a month. Well, if they want to look at my my big hunk of yes. body, I mean that's fine. I mean. So yes. I guess you I'll, would. I guess you I can't I talk shit on us who would literally just. So one thing. Well, I think there's a big difference between, let's say, me and, and the typical what what is it, OnlyFans you said? Yes. Yeah, OnlyFans call. What, whatever it is, but I mean, I consider myself an educated person. You know, I, I have college degrees. I, I do have a skill set that I can sell in my life. Right, but what does that say? I mean, if I don't have to sit there and go through fucking six years of education or whatever it may be, yeah, if I want to, to be come a out with a degree, bank, and I, I can I can that. pull my tits out. And, you know, I'm going to be making a million dollars a year. Why the fuck wouldn't I? Well, no, I mean, you can pull your tits out. I'm sure. I mean, that's You're fine. Like you said, they defy gravity. Well, I'm definitely, I still judge them. I think it's low class. I think it's kind of trashy. But um, don't you think that's become the standard where but, people, this is what kids are growing up. You're telling me that here we have this beautiful internet. We have access to information all over the place. We have so much infinite knowledge. And this is this is what we come down to. Is basically, you got to show your body, or this is what you're going to do for money. <clears throat> Why do you do that? What's is it an easy way out, or do you think it's because it's a lot of money? It's 100% a hundred percent an easy way out. You get a lot of money out of it. Yeah, it's an easy way out, but you kind of you kind of degrade yourself in the process, don't you? I mean, because I'm I mean, look at it. Like, let's say you know you're doing OnlyFans from eighteen to like twenty five. Right, and then you meet a man who you know is like your dream guy. You know, your dream guy probably doesn't want to, you know, be with you if you know the entire world can see you naked for five bucks a month. I would. I, you know, I wouldn't. I would. I would be a stripper too. Let me say. It really depends on the guy. Gotta work that pole. Yeah, but I think the majority of women. I mean, most women. You know, if you look at like what they actually want. You know, it's way above the average man. And I, I think, you know, somebody uh, like a high-value man is not going to want a woman who, you know, has been plastered all over the internet. I don't think a high-value man is going to be on OnlyFans. I don't think he's going to be right, and I don't think, that and I don't think, individual. And I don't think they're going to want to settle down with a woman who, who, who has an OnlyFans. Because that high-quality man is going to be a huge half-tenor's mansion, and he's going to do anything. Well, oh, good. He can have a Playboy bunny, and uh, absolutely, he's not going to pay for sex. You don't know that. Well, and he doesn't want to marry a prostitute. I mean, that's extent- essentially what OnlyFans is—it's just low-level prostitution. Well, it's all I mean, prostitution. If you're not showing you're selling, your face. 
you're still selling your body, regardless of whether it's being utilized, like in a physical sense. You're still and using... I'm making more than you of in a month. Okay, so if you think it's a great idea, do you have an OnlyFans page? I wish. Well, I mean, why not? I mean, people might like your toes or, or something like that. I don't know. Tattoos. I um, sold my feet once. You sold <laughs> your feet once? Yeah, but you can for how much? Forty dollars. You sold your feet for forty dollars for literally one. Foot. That's lies, bro. I still see you two feet. Two feet. No, like a picture. I took a picture of them. Somebody sent you forty dollars for your picture, your foot. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, people who are into feet have mad money apparently. Yeah. Like, have you seen so much? How much some of these chicks on like Feet Finder make? Are you raising that? No, I'm trying to crack it. I'm gonna go get an app and do that shit. Feet. There's an app where you can literally just flirt with men. Nothing else. Just flirt with men. No pictures. No like. How do you feel about yourself doing that though? I'm getting money, I don't give a shit. What do you think that's a little dangerous though? Bro, so so Marcos, Marcos, question for you. If Emma is working all day and, and just flirting with men all day long. No pictures, and then she no, flirt and then, no, no, no. But hold on, let me finish. And then she's flirting with you. Isn't that just kind of her job? Isn't it <laughs> special anymore? No. I mean she's flirting with hundreds of guys every day. Yeah, well that's different. All right, well let's let's but let's elevate it, right? Like, let's say she's a porn star, eh, right? She gets, well, I'm just saying, oh. right? Let's say she's getting, like, railed every day, right? And then you want to take her to bed. I mean, do you really feel like that's intimate still? Love is different I than think it's just, like, if that's the situation you want to go into, like, If you know that they're doing that and you still choose to be with them? Well, what if she chooses that right now? Like, you know what, I realize I, I can make, uh, you know, three, four hundred dollars a night, you know, eh. by prostituting myself. Eh. Do you, does that change the dynamics of your relationship? I mean, I wouldn't do that, though. We're talking hypothetically. I, mean, I, oh. I guess it would depend. It would depend? Yeah. On what? Eh. Eh. Are the other guys smaller? I don't know. <laughs> well, it'll make you feel a little better, right? Well, how could you ever tell though whether or not your relationship is real? How can you tell whether or not you know when you're sitting there and you're you're you two are being intimate that you're because getting... I'm doing it for a paycheck. Okay, so you're doing it tonight because you want to be with him, but how can he ever be sure of that? Can we stop talking about my older sister and her boyfriend being? Wouldn't that just be the same thing? I understand it's prostitution and you're paying for it or whatever, <laughs> but isn't the same concept around cheating? What do you mean? Well, I mean, okay, Mitchell and Melanie are married. You know, Mitchell, Mitchell stays at home. Melanie goes to work. Mitchell could have fifty-five freaking women in his apartment. You're gonna blow my fucking know. cover, man. Do you never know? So <laughs> is it the same? Like he's able to be intimate with another woman and then. When Melanie comes home, he's able to be intimate with her, but it's supposed to be different. What, where, where, I don't get it. Yo, if he has 55 women over I'm impressed. I'm just and still able to be intimate with Melanie, bro, that's correct. But I would. I think you diapers, though. I mean, it's the same concept. I mean, I get uh, the whole prostitution thing, no, but, like, same thing, though. Like, are you, how are you treating that other person? Like, is that other person that you're, you're, you're cheating with, like, the person that you're cheating with? You know, 
What do you guys fall in love? And then what do you do with your wife or your husband or whatever? Get into the, the car. Thing? But aren't we talking about like well, the prostitution and then? Well, I'm not. I just meant the same scenario. It is, but you're making money on it. I mean, I I think at the end of the day, you know, I I think what like men really value is like um, you know, like I guess like purity or innocence. Right, and so like if, well, if some you know, I, I think I think girls are women a little dirty. I, I think yeah, but I think the majority of men, I I don't think they want a woman who's like you know slept with a hundred dudes. You know, but it's I, okay I think if the majority. I sleep with a bunch of fucking women. Yes. I think That's I. Fake. I know. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying what men are naturally attracted to. I think if you gave, I think if you gave most men the option between, you know, a virgin or a woman who slept with a hundred guys, I think 99% of them are going to pick yeah, a Yeah, and the men who think like they, that are the men who sleep with a bunch of fucking women. Because they want to be the ones to pop their cherry. No other reason why. Okay? Spare me but that but isn't, it, isn't it biology, though? I mean, men are kind of, like, designed to sleep around and impregnate multiple women. Oh, right, but it's not okay that. to well, touch a woman. I'm speaking evolutionarily, you know? Okay, you slept with that many people. Exactly, you know? how fair is that? Like, if I go out and sleep with 100 men and he goes out and sleeps with 100 women, I, it's not right I, for me I, to do it, but it's I'm okay gonna, for me. I think a woman who can go around... The bullet, bro. Like, are you fucking I, kidding me? I think women who can go around and sleep with a bunch of men without developing an emotional connection... I think there's something wrong with them. Why? Because like, biologically, you're not programmed to do that. I slept with people with no emotional connection. You don't. You don't. I mean, you're, you're lesbian. I slept. With, I, I've slept with people with no emotional connection. It's not. Good. Yeah, but you're no. saying you don't feel any any emotion towards them. At that particular no. No. No, it was a friends with benefits kind of situation. I can't do that. That's we were hanging, not... we were chilling. And, oh, see, and now you have the opposite. She's got is. no strings, and then he gets emotional to it. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think it's normal. I think women. You know. I mean, if you look at biology of women, I think they're. You know, they're designed to, 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 to bond with their partner. No one gives a shit about the biology of women. So then why are men allowed to fuck many women then if they're supposed to be, like, connected to that partner? No, that's not men. Men evolved. Men evolved to spread their seed. I mean, we're, we're designed to reproduce, you know, on a purely biological level. Up until the day we die. Uh, I'm sorry, but you're designed to reproduce, but, um, and I understand the, the uses of condoms and so on for safe sex practices, but if you're going to go around spreading your seed, um, I don't see a lot of guys, you know, bailing it up to the bar paying the child support. Well, I mean, evolutionarily, there was no child support. Okay, well, we're in a different era, and there is child support. Right, and I mean, if you actually okay. look at it, like, I mean, the, the a divorce rate has skyrocketed since the invention of birth control. Well, I never really looked at it that way, but okay. No, you can definitely look at it. I mean, the, you know, the graphs are exactly lined up. I don't understand how that works, but... Because now, you know, you're giving women the control over, the, you know, the reproductive system. It would be the same thing as giving people the ability to fly. You're getting like a superpower. So, so because women don't want to get fucking pregnant. Coin? Well, I mean, what? I mean, I mean, the the general answer would just be to you know not bang. Uh, okay, well that's what I would tell a guy. Like, you I, know I, what? I, I'm sorry, we can't have sex because yeah. I, well, I'm I, saying you know, I mean, but hundreds of years ago that was the only option. You know, if you don't want to have a baby, don't fuck. Well, I understand. About hundred <laughs> years ago, their lifespan was like maybe like. 30 years old. That's not true, so, actually. Oh. That's only because of infant birth rate. I mean, uh, infant death rate. What is he talking about? What? Uh, the the, the average lifespan was only much lower back then because more people died at, you know, during childbirth. More people died when they were babies. 
More people died because they were getting diseases that they didn't have a cure for yet. Well, that's true too, but there are plenty of people living till 80, you know, back in the day. There are plenty of people that were only living till 30, too. Well, there's still plenty of people doing that now. What he's saying is that biologically, testosterone is it creates a male that wants to exactly do that. It's, it's to spread his seed and, and to procreate and to make many offspring. Where women, the estrogen... Doesn't do that. It doesn't foster the same thing. It's it's more nurturing. You guys are definitely much more emotionally bound to to love, to sex, to your children. I mean, it's not like that a father doesn't love their children. It's just that we're designed to go out and, and procreate. Yeah, and you can even but you can even look at it like when women cheat, there's almost always a reason why. You know, it's almost always like some emotional reason, or they weren't, their needs weren't being fulfilled in some other, in some manner related to sex, not related to sex. Whereas there's, but there's been plenty of men, you know, and they'll cheat on their wife, but they'll still love their wife. You know, they'd still jump in front of a bullet for their wife, but they just fuck some bitch. So I fucked some other bitch. I don't think. I, well, I just I, I haven't heard it. I think you're being stereotypical towards men. Well, I'm just where, generalizing, right? Because you can only talk about these things in general. We can go into every little person, but I mean, that's going to be millions and millions of accounts. But so when you talk about big societal is, issues. A man strays because he's lacking something in a relationship. If he's being fulfilled, then a man is going to simply he's going to turn to the next main area of importance, which is going to be providing. Okay, he's going to be engaged in his work or his, his recreational activities. I don't think so, because you, even you just said, you know, that men are more inclined to go sleep around with a bunch of women. Well, I think we're designed that way. I think that's what testosterone does. Right. I, I, I think at this point in, in society, it's your choice at this point to go and sleep with other women if you're married. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a choice, but I'm saying you're more biologically inclined to do that. So, right, so like a man's more inclined to cheat on his wife on a whim. Rather than a woman, because women naturally pair bond with with who who their mate is. Um, I think there's plenty of women that live there and their husband as well. Oh, I I agree. I mean, if you look at if you look at the divorces, though, I mean, you know, ninety percent of the times is initiated by the woman. Divorce. Yeah. Well, well, why? Well, it usually happens when the um when the woman is out earning the man. When the woman's out earning the man? In most cases, yes. So you feel like they're demasculating? No, I mean, I, I've just, I've listened to, you know, divorce attorneys talk about this, and there's been statistics. I, I mean, in most cases, a divorce is initiated by the woman when the woman is out earning the man. So why? She just doesn't want him hanging on to our coattails? What's the problem? I mean, I guess, I guess most women don't want to carry a man. I mean, when you think about, like, women, like, women don't want to date down. You know, like, if you're a woman attorney, you know, you're not going to want to date, you know, a dude who works at McDonald's. 
you're going to want to date, you know, a, a, someone equivalent or higher status than you. Whereas a man, like a man attorney, you know, if he's really attracted and really into this McDonald's worker, I, I mean, he'll date her. He'll, uh, men have less of an issue dating down, I think, in general. I mean, if they've done, they've, I've, I've seen, you know, there's been videos on this. There's been videos on this where they take, you know, a group of women and they uh, bring them up to men who are dressed in different uniforms. Like, you know, some are dressed as, you know, fast food workers. Some are dressed as, you know, attorneys or doctors. And all of them will score the doctors or the attorneys much higher in attractiveness sorry, despite looks. Despite, effect, no, Don't despite looks. But if you take the same study and you flip it and you take the men... Right, and then they go up to a bunch of women dressed in various different uniforms. Men don't really care; they'll go on based on general attractiveness. So there won't be any correlation like between that effect. uniform. Mm, I don't know about that. I'm really not sure about that either. I mean, I, I mean, I'll definitely send you guys the video, but I mean, it's it's definitely they 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 checked it out. And it, How it's old true. are the people? They're they're you know, twenties. Uh, I mean, that's why. But this difference between a 20 year old male and a 40 year old male yeah. is much bigger of a difference. I think, in all honesty, I mean, I'm not a man, so I don't know. But I'm going to assume that, especially because at that point in their life, their sex drive is quite high. You know, you get to your around your 40s, your 50s, it's not as high. Well, I, I so think I think between your 20s and your 40s, I think you are, you are looking new. But I can prove you wrong right now. I mean, how many how many websites are literally dedicated to um, older rich men literally just giving attractive young women with no job prospect money? Literally, it's the best way Like, literally, like what? What is it called? Finding affairs? Like, literally, literally where you're just young and, you know, you find some, uh, you know, older, wealthy sugar man. Daddy. Yeah, sugar yeah, daddies. Yeah, they're sugar daddies. You know, explain sugar daddies, then, if older men care more Parking about status. Parking the plant. They don't. They care about attractiveness. Squirrel. I'm not saying that they don't care about attractiveness. What I'm saying is that I think that uh, men, in general, when they're younger, they have more of a need to procreate. It's not, it's not a Can big... Can shut the dog up? As, there's a bunny rabbit out there. I can't there's shut the dog up. There's a bunny rabbit out there? But I think as you get older and more mature and, and especially like well into your 40s and 50s, I don't think that the man has like that tendency to want to do that as much. Let's put that. I don't know if it has anything to do with cheating, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you can hear it. Every time. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, what does this have to do with education? I have no idea. We got off the subject. Well, we got off the subject because we were talking about OnlyFans. Because you brought it up because you said women are selling their body and not giving themselves an education, basically. Well, they are because... Who cares that you sell your body for fucking money, but now since it's a woman doing it, you're changing the subject. Wait, wait, wait. How do I sell my body? Because I asked you if someone paid you for a nude, you do it.
sell themselves. Because we can. We can go dance on a pole and make more money than everyone. But, yeah. I mean, can can all women do that? I mean, I think I think the overwhelming majority cannot. I think only the extremely dance, beautiful women can go out and, and make way make more money here. than men just by selling their bodies. Because um, you know what? I'm not yeah, I'm not no, paying no. for pictures of like a two. Like I'm just not. I mean, name a man who is who's gonna pay twenty dollars well, a month for a picture of a two. Some women can. You can. You can.
deal with Noah and everything that happened. I didn't get to go out. You never let me go out unless it was for soccer. I never was allowed to do anything. So, yeah, if I want to do something in my 20s and go do tattoos, not go to, to get my AA, do my own thing, if I want to make money and just do what I have to do, pay my expenses to get there, then that's what I want to do. 20, 22, 25 is young as fuck. Yeah, but don't you feel like, you know, you're young, right? Yeah, 20, 21, 22 is young as fuck. But isn't that also the time where you have the most energy, the most motivation, the most drive to, like, go out and make something of yourself? I mean, like, who the fuck wants to do that shit at 40? I'm telling you, I'm Right, right. Wouldn't you have much rather done it when you're, like, 22, 23? Uh, you know what, in all honesty, um, I I really, I should, in all, I should have. I should have gone right back to school. I should have gotten what I needed to get, you know, to to further my career, but I didn't. Because I was young, and I was stupid, and I was making a lot of money, and I was having fun with it. I had no... I had no responsibilities, none whatsoever. I didn't have children. I lived at home. You know, I helped my parents out whenever they needed help or whatever, but I really literally had no responsibilities. You know, it was, you know, work or go to school full-time. That was the deal. Yeah. Um, so I worked full-time because I just, I went to school. I was already had a career, you know, and then I try, I did try. I did try going back to school for a little bit when the, when the when you guys were young. And honestly, it was just really difficult. It really, truly was. You know, you try to work, and you go to school, and you got to get kids, and, you know, you got, you know, all these other responsibilities in your life that are just, they supersede school at that particular moment. That was not my drive. So I didn't go, and so I'm doing it now. Is it easier now? Honestly, it is easier because I don't have to concentrate my effort on my kids anymore that much. Well, you're also more disciplined, right? I am more disciplined, but I'm also a lot more impatient. So it's like this, like, you know, when I had to get my, you know, going through regular college and just getting my associate's degree, I found absolutely ridiculous at the age of 46 that I had to take three English classes. I just think it's just, it just blows my mind. It drives me crazy, but I had to do what I had to do. You still have to jump through the hoops to get where you need to go. And, yeah, I'm definitely more impatient. I just definitely want it done. I want it over with. I don't have the patience for all the younger kids in in school. I don't want to listen to them. I don't want to hear them whine about how evil the teachers are because it's nursing school. Suck it up or go home. Okay, nursing school's never going to change. And all these kids at nursing school, well, you know, they really shouldn't make it where they're just so hard on you. That's nursing school. That, that, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it to them. I mean, half these kids that are going to school now, that I'm going to school with, they were literally born the year I graduated high school, which is depressing. I mean, yeah, I'm more disciplined now. I have a lot. I have a bigger advantage than the majority of them going to school now because I know more. I think inevitably, kids today just don't have the drive to do it. They don't. They don't understand the purpose of adding value. And I think, I think most of them think that there's a shortcut in life. That that you're not going to have to pay your dues. That there are ways around it, and, and maybe. OnlyFans is a way for some of those people to think about that. Uh, well, I that, think maybe it is a discipline issue, though, because, I mean, I know at 18, you know, I myself, there's no way in hell that I was disciplined enough to register myself for classes, pay for those classes, go to those classes, pay attention enough. So what changed between the time that I was 18 to the time that you were 18? I mean, did you, I mean, didn't. Didn't you like fail out of college when you were like when you I did. I, my first semester, my first semester, I was put on academic 
probationary. So, so and the second semester, I actually failed out of college. So then what did, I mean, does that... What changed? Does, yeah, that doesn't make you disciplined. What do you mean, what changed? The what, same thing. You're asking the same question. Like, what changed, what made you change that, that, that issue? Like, how did... Honestly, the next time I, you went back to college, you weren't failing. Well, and it wasn't a very long time period after that, but I decided, I said, well, obviously, and it wasn't for lack of intelligence. I did very well on the SATs, and I had opportunities to go to schools all over the place. I chose a community college because I really had no idea where I was going to go, nor did I even think that I was ready for school. Now, honestly, if, if majoring in pot and, and girls was an elective, I probably would have gotten a 4.0. But I wasn't disciplined because it wasn't it wasn't taught to me at that point either. And all of a sudden, I got this giant burst of freedom. But don't and you think it's like kind of like your age? Like, <laughs> that's what you do? Well, you know. okay, so... I mean, because I'm sorry, was, but I know about your childhood, you got a hell of a lot more freedom than anybody at this table. A year or two later, it was, you know, having a child and, and getting married and realizing that even though I was working 100 hours a week, you know, in order to provide for a crappy basement apartment and 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 raise my son and, and take care of my wife, that I realized that education was the only way that I could actually improve myself. And that I learned that I had to add value not to not to anything else but myself, that I had to find a way to produce. So I stopped smoking weed the day I found out that Mitchell was coming along. To me, that was, I didn't want him to follow in that. I didn't want to set that, that, that example. So Mitchell really changed. <coughs> well, I think I was given a different direction based on the fact that, yes, I looked at like, wow, I have a huge responsibility now to take care of, and I've got to square my stuff away. So that's that's what did it for me. But a lot of kids today don't have that responsibility. That was that's very well. We well, can also we can go back is, and we, we 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 can ask Mitchell right away because Mitchell had the same circumstances, except he was younger than that. Did having a child make you see that you had more responsibility? Did it make you want to add value to your life, or or was it the opposite? Did you not care? I mean, I definitely cared. I mean, it was definitely you know, um, you definitely feel more weight of responsibility. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, I also, I wasn't out on my own at, at that particular moment. So, I mean, I didn't have that, you know, same sense of, I guess, true struggle. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just, just going back to the original point, I mean, how many 18-year-olds, you know, coming out of high school have really struggled in that sense, where they, where they feel the urgency of, you know, going to school or going to trade school or developing a career, developing some but skill. To maybe that's yourself. because it's our problem, because we've created that problem for you, because we haven't given you that sense of urgency. I, I mean, but I wasn't the, given that sense of urgency when I graduated high school from my parents. Well, go back even further generations than us. Well, let's go back to what, when the boomers were coming out and when they hit their 18th year, right? So many of them actually joined the military, but other people moved out. They, they got their own apartment. It wasn't... Most of them got married. They, they also got married. So what changed over the years is the only thing is that we didn't encourage them. We actually enabled them to actually not add value to their life. Even though we tried to talk to them about going to college and to add value to the life, they didn't, we didn't actually have any pressure put on them 
And they had no pressure to want to leave or to go out and do other things. Because we gave them a choice. Should you we give them a choice? Yes, why not? You either go to school full-time or you work full-time. Well, How about get out? They show with immigrant yeah, families, you know, they, they show with immigrant families, you know, like first generation, second generation have a significant advantage over, you know, um, standard American be, because they have more struggle, you know. They, they come in, their parents are making very little money, right, and they're very pressured to, you know, push for education, push to succeed, and they do that. And then they find by, by you know, by the third, fourth generation that, that there's no advantage, that advantage disappears. And that, I feel like that's because, you know, as... As we become more successful each generation, there's less and less burden placed on the children of that generation. And so it's like, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if your father's, you know, a billionaire, right? Do you have any motivation? Is there any reason that you really need to work that hard? If you're going to inherit, you know, $10 billion at some point and every whim has been taken care of for you? What's the certainty that you're going to inherit the $10 billion? Well, I'm just saying, you know... Look, if, you're, if your dad's a billionaire, you're you're gonna make you're gonna make some money. You're gonna be taken care of. I think so, but why do you feel that you're entitled to that? Isn't I mean, there a sense of pride in in doing something for yourself? Well, it's like show me a great man. It's like that saying is show me a great man who's the son of a great man. Yeah, you know, because you know, I mean, as as a generation becomes very successful, the next generation is much less successful. They're there's no struggle. Isn't it like weak men create hard times, hard times create, you know, strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men? I guess it depends on what your own code is and what your own <laughs> ethics are. If you're raised to create value for yourself, then you're raised to create value for yourself. I'm, 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 again, I'm still talking, you know, in, in generalizations here. Of course, there's, there's going to be, you know, dis extremely disciplined people, no matter what age you come from. There's going to be extremely lazy people, no matter what you know generation or age you come from. I so, mean, what do you think the motivation is? So, what's the motivation for you, Emma? What's the motivation for you? What What's going to sit there and say, okay, you know what? I've got to create value for myself, and I've got to be able to, you know, become independent. Marcos, do you have any? What's your incentive to become independent? What's your incentive to leave your family's home in order to go out and, and earn your way in life? Do you have any? Um, so just based on relationships? So you feel that you're adding value to your life at this moment in your life. How? So how are you supporting her? Do you, like, you pay her rent? Pay our car insurance. No. So, what responsibility do you have at this point other than you date somebody who's going to go to school instead of working? Where, where, where does that add value to you? Where, where does it add? If you're going to school, obviously trying to add value to yourself, Emma. But where does it? Nothing's adding value to you. You still get to go home, 
right? Mom and dad offer you a bedroom, right? Mom, mom or dad cooks for you at home, right? There's, there's food in the refrigerator, the electricity's on, the high-speed internet's going, and you get to work and you get to bank your money. So how do you add value to that? Or is there any incentive for you to earn value while you're still doing that? Or do you need a push? What if, what if mom says, hey, Marcus, it's time to move. It's time for you to get out. How do you feel about that? Do you feel that you make enough money right now? Do you feel that you can sustain yourself going into the future? And if you were, and Emma's still in the same scenario where she's going to school, can you support both of you? Myself or both of you? Both of you. Your income supporting both of you with rent, car, whatever it is. Okay, so there's got to be a motivating factor. Mitchell, what, what makes it for you? So... When your wife goes out on maternity leave, okay, how are you prepared in order to deal with your income shortage? I mean, yeah, it's definitely something I, um, I definitely think about it. It definitely gives me anxiety. He's going to strip. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the plan, actually. He's going to be on OnlyFans. Yeah. I'm not waxing your butthole. Just saying. Just letting you know. I mean, He's going to sell pictures of I, I'm willing to cut you in. <laughs> no, no, but I, I definitely hear you. I mean, I'm definitely thinking about, you know, um, bettering myself. It's something I, I, um, I think about a lot. But then also, and I'm just going to stop you short for a minute, and I'm going to say, hey, Melanie, so you're going to go out on maternity leave, so have you thought of any way to increase your value to help support the family during the time that you have this child? Is there any chance that you're set up to do in order to earn income? I probably can if my job will let me. Well, what, what are you going to do? I mean, I can work from home. You can work from home and you got the baby crying and, and you're taking care of a brand newborn, right? As So there's no there's no way that you're, you're going to be 100% reliant on a secondary income yeah. or, or your husband's income in order to make ends meet. Now, if you if you had finished out education or Mitchell, if you had gone to finish out education, your income was higher at this point, would it have been an easier option for you? to do now to fall back onto the one uh, income. Per- perhaps but i mean i mean you could do that a million ways i mean you know you could also say you know oh well maybe you had a higher income and you adjusted to that that higher income and your lifestyle would cost a lot more money maybe you owned a house you know maybe you paid a little bit more in rent because you had a nicer place and maybe you're still in the same financial situation with just more money i mean so it's 100 percent possible um but yeah i mean i think it's 100 percent. you know i think I think the majority of financial burden, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, and if you have a wife that's, you know, at home taking care of children, then I think that does fall on the man. And I think, you know, I well, mean, yeah. You, I mean, you, I, have a remote, you have a remote job, I do so have you a, can take care of the baby while you're home. I 100% do. I mean, do I think it's possible to do that? Maybe. But I think it would be very difficult to work and do that at the same time. Um, but, yeah, every day I'm, I'm focusing on, you know, trying to generate some extra money, you know, I'm... I'm launching an online store. I'm, I'm writing a book at the moment. So, I mean, I'm doing a lot of things to, to you know, potentially add value. Uh, whether or not they pan out, you know, you never know. Um, but at this point, you know, I don't have a motivation or, you know, a particular goal that would incline me to go back to school at this, at this particular time. And, Melanie, do you have any other, like, prospects right now as far as 
what to do to supplement income during the time that you're going to be out on maternity leave? As in, like, to reduce, like, less money that we spend? So you're just looking to save money, but even though you're going to have another child in the house, you're going to actually increase your expenditures. Emma, when you decided that you were going to go to school, did you prepare for it, or did you did you put away X amount of money in order to make sure that you were okay during the time that you had your education, or did you rely on somebody else in order to take care of you? I had everything together. You had everything together? Yeah. Okay. So how did that work out? Is everything working out there? You're going to finish by the middle of May, you said? Yeah. Okay, so you're planning on, you have jobs lined up or things like that. Where do you where do you potentially see yourself? Wouldn't you know that? Wouldn't I know that? Oh, we're not putting any company name on here. But I mean, things change. I mean, I, I could be with that company. I could be with a different company. I could be, you know, anything could be around. Okay. So the whole question is, I mean, is value really does? And going back to the original topic, does high school add value to your life at this point? And by changing the classes and what they've eliminated from the schools, haven't they reduced the value of an education? No. I mean, a high school diploma, I think, at this point means nothing. It means nothing. Does a college diploma mean anything at this point in this world? Other than very select, select well, uh, I, occupations. I don't think that question, I think that question is disingenuous. Because, I mean, of course, you know, if you go to, if you go to college, you come out with some fucking bullshit degree, like gender studies. That's worthless, right? But if you, I mean, if you go to college and you come out with something that's, you know, maybe useful, you know, maybe, you know, maybe a degree in, in, in um, education, I mean, you could definitely be a teacher or, you know, a degree in, uh, I don't know, maybe you could, do, you know, master's degrees in, in you know, engineering or Yeah, or but you biology. come out and a lot of people are like, oh, we can't hire you, you don't have experience. Well, well that's true. I don't have a degree, you waste all that money for no experience, no hire you for the experience. Well, you know, just lie. Just just say, you know, you have lots of experience. Yeah. Or, you just know, lie. I mean, there's been plenty of people. I mean, how many people, you know, have just been able to get in front of the right person? You know, I mean, everyone says, you know, oh, your net work is your net worth. And, I mean, I think that's true to an extent. Because if you spend there, if you sit there and you spend your time, you connect with people, and you, and you, you know, go out of your way to put yourself in front of the right people for you, then, I mean, I think doors will open up for you. I think if you sit at home all day and you complain, I have no experience, so I can't get a job, then yeah, that's what you're going to manifest. You're going to manifest failure. So what's the solution? Uh, I think, you know, if, you know. Do uh, kids but, today coming out of high school know how to network? No. But, is there a class for networking? No, but you can't, I think, networking is just going and getting out there and doing it. But you I know what, most you can kids successfully that teach network. Most kids that are coming out of high school right now have problems socially just communicating with uh, one and, another. And whose fault is that? Are you going to blame the school for that? That's a failure at home. Is it a failure at home? 100%. All right? If you're sitting there and you're putting your kid in front of a fucking computer all day or a cell phone and they're just endlessly scrolling TikTok for the, you know, the eight hours they get at home every day, all right, instead of communicating and interacting with their family, with people, with friends outside, whatever it may be, all right? then of course they're not going to know how to socialize, and of course they're going to fail when it comes to, you know, a, a social interaction. Do you feel like you have an edge growing up in this family? I mean, I mean, what? maybe, you know, I wasn't, I mean, I definitely grew up with electronics, but I mean, there's definitely a good degree of, of real-life human interaction. 
You know, I feel like, yeah, if, if you definitely, if you grow up and you raise, I feel like if you raise your children to, to not know how to speak with people, then they're going to fail when it comes to speaking with people. I had to crack open my Bud Light, sorry. And so, I mean, yeah, of course, you know, you're going to fail. So you're going to fail. Okay, so Emma, you raised, you were raised in the same household. Do you feel like you have more value in, in the fact that you're able to communicate with people, or... I learned how to communicate with them because I got a job. So it had nothing to do with the home. It had nothing to do with school. But what I'm asking you is, how did you learn that skill? Were you, were you, t- you learn that skill on the job? Yeah. Okay. And Mitchell, you felt like you learned some of that skill here. I mean, yeah, not specifically in the home, but you know, I, I mean, you know, not you, at school. Even at no, even at school. At, at school is definitely a huge part of it. I mean, high school really is just a big playground for idiots. Because, I, I mean, think of, I don't know any smart 14-year-old. Um, you know, you're just, you're basically in a giant social playground all day. You know, you sit in some classes, but I mean, half the game is just sitting around bullshitting with each other. You know, you have, inf- you have gym classes, you have lunch. And, you know, while those things aren't, like, I don't think super beneficial to a career, they definitely help with, with social interaction. And I also think, you know, coming home and, and, you know, maybe not being glued to, you know, your phone and, and doom scrolling, you know, Facebook or TikTok or whatever it may be, you know, getting in front of real people and talking to them and, and having real interactions. I think that has a huge impact on your ability to, to network and make connections and, and, and grow as a person. Feedback. Anybody? No. Well, Marco? I'd say that it's just true. Which part is true? Um, I'd like to see Melanie's view, too, because she grew up in a completely different household. Melanie would go lay down. Okay. Yeah, some people, they just grow up in a life, you know, they prefer to do something that would, you know, end up thinking. So maybe that's the whole point of college and education and, and English and sociology in order to understand things and how to be able to better communicate with people and understand other people. I, I don't know. I disagree. I think, you know, if you're sitting there and you're going to high school, right, let, let's, say, let's say we do streamline education, right? It's not like social interaction disappears. Because that kid is now going, instead of a fucking English class, they're going to learn about, you know, medicine because, you know, they're, they're more inclined to become, you know, medical professional, right? I think they're just going to talk to more like-minded people. I think that would actually increase, you know, it, I think it would actually benefit people in, you know, a networking sense because you're getting in front of more like-minded people. You know, you're, you're getting access to uh, healthcare professionals at an earlier age. You know, you're able to make a better impression. You have an early start. And you know more about, your, about what you're talking about. So when you do get in front of those people, you know, you've been looking at this shit since you were 14 rather than, oh, I've been looking at this stuff since I was 22. Well, I guess it, it, none of us really have an equal answer here. I mean, so, so far it seems like I'm the only one that actually believes that college has actually added value with additional classes and rounding out your education. Then make those classes free. 
make those classes free. I mean, yeah, well, I mean colleges sure. are like no other place. I mean, they're still they're still in business to make money as well. Make gen ed classes free then. Uh, and and I'm sorry, but like if you go to a state university, they're getting funding from the state. How many administrators does a school need to pay a hundred thousand dollars a year? Do they really need you know forty five administrators to run a community college? So in that matter, I mean, I guess you could just plug somebody into YouTube and teach them how to do speeches and do everything like that, but there's no practical application. There's no way to actually bridge from education to real-life experience. Sure, but I'm saying, if that's not a skill, and most people are not going to do public speaking. It's just, it's majority of people are not going to do public speaking in their line of work. So, I mean, if that's not something that's directly related to you, and, you know, you're being forced to take that class to pursue your major, which is going to be your career, then it should be, you know, funded by the state if they're going to force you to do it. At a, at a public university. Private, of course, you have no control over that. I think most occupations do require <coughs> some kind of communication and some kind of um, speech in their line of work, whether or not whether or not you're, you're in the healthcare or you're in yeah, business. Yeah, if you get a degree, they really require, like, um, what is it called? Experience. If you have a degree in it that you can talk, but if you have like three years in like customer service. Okay, so you combine the two. I think there's a but big. But if you have one or the other, so if you have one just degree and I know how to present something, like I know how to speak to people in education wise, or do you have the person with three years or more of customer service, person of like real interaction, not just doing homework and presenting it to your. Is customer service really a real interaction? Because I'm sorry, I've run customer service. I've run. I've been in customer service positions, and I'm running a fucking script. Yeah, okay. Let's be I'm real. not let's being be genuine real. with these people. Let's I'm not having a real, real conversation. That's what they, want. they just want the. But no, not when I'm networking with somebody. When I'm going out and trying to make real connections, they don't want to see customer service me. You know, they want to have a real conversation, a real connection. But even in your job now, you're still customer service. Sure, yeah, 100%. I'm just saying, you know, being able to network, being able to have a conversation, you know, after you have that degree or that education or that experience, whatever it may be, you know, that's going to open a lot of doors for you. So, yeah, you might you might spend, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 on your job, and you can sit at home and you can complain, oh, I can't get a job because everyone requires experience. You know, how many people have you even connected to on, like, LinkedIn or even Twitter, you know, and just reached out to them, like, just cold reach out? Or how, how much content have you produced related to your field that might catch somebody's eye? You know, instead you're fucking sitting unemployed with your degree and, and, and playing Call of Duty. Well, I guess that's a personal choice. And back to the whole thing with motivation and what's going to motivate somebody in order to put value behind their life. Now, regardless of what you think, communication is a true value. It's a true skill that many, many people don't have. Understanding how to talk to somebody, communicate somebody. I mean, there is a component of psychology there, whether it's industrial psychology or clinical psychology, that's a completely different story. But you do need to know how to speak to people, regardless of what position you're in, whether you're working in McDonald's, okay, and you're dealing with customers who are complaining or dealing with customers who are trying to get their order correct. I mean, you're also dealing with the communication with your staff. Or whether or not you're a customer service representative that's taking, a, you're working remote and you're dealing with call-ins all day long. 
right? You're scored on how the customer is satisfied. If the customer is satisfied, then it looks good for you. If the customer is not satisfied and you weren't able to communicate what's going on appropriately, then you're going to score low. And it's going to affect your income, and it's going to also affect your prospects for future employment at a higher rate. So it does add value to you. So when we talk about things like group dynamics or communication in schools, they actually are trying to teach you something. It's just how to communicate with other people. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's, I, I think, you know, I, I still believe it. You know, it's something that you, you learn outside of school and outside of, outside of work. I mean, really, you know, you just you learn social skills throughout life if, if you take the opportunity to learn them. Or maybe if you've just been granted the luxury of being taught them throughout your childhood. You know, I mean, of course, if, if, if you know, your parents have failed you, of course, you know, you, you know, you're going to be more inclined to fail. But I, I think, you know, if you're somebody, you know, who, who doesn't have the skill to communicate with somebody, then there's definitely steps you could take t to learn that and to better yourself. And, you know, even if you can't afford, let's say you can't afford college, you know, it's not a realistic thing for you to do. You know, there's a million free resources. You know, you can go and go to meetups and you can really develop that. And, you know, just get in front of people and just learn to social. You can socialize with yourself. I guess it really just, it, it comes back over and over again and we'll end it tonight because honestly it's the motivation of what's going to create the environment for you to gain value in your own life. And whether or not we eliminate, we eliminate classes in high school or not, we gear it more towards a technical aspect or what career that you're looking to choose, you're still going to have to have the motivation to do those things. The other components that college offers is college offers and, and rounding out your education, okay, there is some sense to it in order to be able to communicate with different people of different classes. So if you're looking to sell something, you might actually need to understand sociology. You might understand, need to understand psychology. And some of it might be very dark psychology and, and something most, you know, sociology might be very broad in order to understand your target market. But ultimately, it breaks down to each and every single person individually what creates their motivating factor. So for me, like I told you, it was the idea that I was going to have a child and I needed to go out and I needed to work and I needed to earn more money and I needed to add value to myself. I wanted to set a better example for, for my child. So for children today, you know, where you're saying a lot of this stuff has to fall into the family at home. A lot of the family at home doesn't have the time to do that. We have the time to go out, to earn, to provide a living. And believe it or not, when people work, even whether it's an office job or it's construction or whatever their, 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 their work is, they come home, they're either physically tired or they're mentally tired, they're exhausted. And now you're asking them also, you know, you're going to have to go in and you're going to have to teach your child the same thing that the schools used to teach children. So children used to come out and they used to be prepared for the world a little bit more at 18 years old. Now they're not. College is certainly not doing it. If you're going to be an English history, or English or history major, it's not going to provide you with some income unless you're going to go actually be a teacher or something of that nature. But that's plenty of people's passion. I mean, if you're passionate about history, then go pursue that. Hey, listen, you know, pursue I mean, whatever makes you happy in life. You know, obviously, you know, if it has to be something that, that earns some sort of income. But, I mean, 
You can you know, be passionate about plenty of things. I'm passionate about photography. I love taking pictures. I love to do those things. Unfortunately, I know the market is not there for it. You okay. can be passionate about French poetry. However, the market isn't there. It's not going to help you pay for right. it. Right, and maybe your passion may need, may need to be a hobby. But, I mean, you can still pursue that passion. I mean, maybe you don't need a degree in history to learn about history. All right. Well, for this week, I guess we're just going to end it. And uh, we'll come back next week. And until then, we'll see you guys. Hopefully you'll subscribe. Talk to you soon.